Jimmy, don't chime in here. No, I'm good. <laughs> Jim, you're leaving us hanging, Jim. Jim. <laughs> Jim, we're making a melody here. Jim, Jim. Jim, where's, where's your part? Where's just, there's a high Jim, distant on. sound of a trill of the flute as I was just like the cowboys about to ride in and save the day. It just. Are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Whatever. Be happy. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where three thirty-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic '90s cartoon show Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. Imagine, if you will, a toilet made out of gold. No. <laughs> and Jim. I'm not sure," said King Sonic, "but I'll check it out. <laughs> that does, stop writing both of you are writing a fan fiction in two words right there that's like two lines we're, yeah, we're just completing each other's sentences it's how connected we've gotten over this, this is, podcast god this is such the cutest podcast we're just seen. the best it's amazing just like the rapport we've all gotten with each other and also with doug <laughs> Oh, well, on that topic, today we cover episode 17, part one of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. Episode 17, part one's title is Doug's Dinner Date. I have to say, (laughs) this isn't the worst one yet, but I think this is the most pointless episode of the show thus far. I mean, there's still the haircut one. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> true. I think this is on par with the haircut one for just like just total meaninglessness. Yeah, of just like it just nothing just doesn't happen. Nothing is learned or gained. There's no entertainment well, whatsoever. It's just it's a fucking slog. Something happens though. Doug makes the decision and works towards a goal. But it doesn't matter. And then Jim Jenkins <laughs> successfully sideswipes himself. Completely. Of course. Obviously. We obviously know this Let's is spoil happen. this right here. And let's you want get, to? I, yes. I wasn't absolutely, sure. Absolutely. Because I, I need to. Okay. Doug. Patty says, hey, Doug, come over to my house for dinner. We're having your favorite liver and onions, which is not his favorite food. And then it turns out she was joking. That's it. <laughs> but like, but Doug makes eleven minutes. Like, but okay, but like, okay, we've never seen ever in an episode Doug take action to try and correct something, like to try and like fix yeah. something in the future to prepare himself for something, and that's what he does the whole episode. Yeah, and the moral of the story is actually you shouldn't do that because it's a complete waste of time. Well, like, the moral is that Penny was fucking bullying Doug. No, I mean, no, the moral is that you should learn what sarcasm is. (laughs) Sometimes, maybe sometimes people are sarcastic. Like, I just can't, I, at at no point does Skeeter go, hey, I've been over to Patty's before for these dinners. Yeah, she just serves fast food. The whole thing, (laughs) from, from the first 30 seconds of this episode, they just, like, fuck it up over and over again. It's, like, mind-numbing. As as we've learned from one of the very first episodes of Doug, uh, Judy told us that sarcasm is a dramatic device. And so <laughs> Doug, Doug does not have access to this. He doesn't go to the movie school. Yeah, Doug doesn't go to movie school. Doug doesn't have access to basic empathy. Doug doesn't comprehend <laughs> that anything presented to him could be less than the 100% truth. Right. And especially... 
like Patty might be like an authority figure to him, and we know that Doug takes God gospel truth from authority figures. Correct. Yep. And that's God. really kind of wonderfully demonstrated by the opening scene where God, this <laughs> there's levels here. One of the most nonsensical fantasy sequences of all time. Yeah, show. yeah, Jim. Do you do you want to talk through it? Or do you I'll want me to g- go at least give us the start because we start off in the fa- as we occasionally do in these. We're kicking the episode off in the fantasy zone, and we're looking at some big ass medieval castle setup. Trumpets are blaring, yada yada yada, and the mayor king Bob White is honoring <laughs> Sir Douglas of Funny for having accomplished two of the three tasks he must accomplish to win the heart of the fair lady mayonnaise. Why does the mayor have access to this? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and he owns everyone in the town. Yeah, why is the mayor a slave owner? <laughs> that That's feudalism, baby. Yeah. Like, if he was a king, that at least makes some sense. But, like, even under feudalism, mayors didn't actually own shit. The mayor was the guy who the king said, look, I don't want to deal with the fucking peasants. You deal with their problems. I have very important doing nothing to do. In the first 30 seconds, they already, they, like I said earlier, they fucked the episode up because the king, king mayor goes, hey, Doug, you've completed your three tasks. Well done. Yes. And he hasn't. He has not. Yes. Also, like, they, 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 it's they, not they, even like they can't even keep it together for a minute. Nope. Yeah, they repeatedly reference that he's done three tasks and then they name two of them. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and present him with a third. It's so good. Yeah, they they say they uh, the king is like walking through these tasks, and the first one he says that Doug did a Sir Douglas of Funny completed well is he says Well, sir young person, you have completed your three tasks nicely. I must say your silencing the whiners of Moo was brilliant. Oh bish tosh. I thought they'd never mm. shut up. That's us on this podcast. We're the whiners of yeah. Moo. <laughs> it's us. They shut us up. They like- shut us up. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can see exactly how, how effective that's been. And specifically, how could Sir Douglas of Funny have shut us up? Maybe Mayor bored us to death. <laughs> right. Like, but okay. In universe, what do you think this means? Who do you think the one? What is this a reference are? to? Like, I don't even. I, I don't even I, like this. This episode really made me feel like mentally ill because, like, it. it <laughs> he, he like. He's, is liver knowing is supposed to be super gross? Like, I've never even had liver. Like, is, is this supposed to be, like, a known thing? Like, like I, 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 I don't get it. No, we'll get there when we get there. But yeah, the, si- the whiners of Moo is, I have to assume that's some sort of dumb cow joke. Because the alternative, like, if you want to go all deep as hell on this one, which, all right, let's go to the mental illness place. I enjoy it. <laughs> um, That's where my house is. Mo, like, yeah. moves like this concept of nothingness in some Eastern philosophies, and the whiners of Moo would be those who complain about nothing. That's and, us. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you managed to shut up the people who complain about nothing, except for how would Doug Funny accomplish this? <laughs> Except you're Doug Funny. That's your entire life is yeah. revolving around nothing. Yeah. Doug Funny yeah. is the whiner of Moo. He complains Doug, about Doug nothing. Doug Funny is the embodiment of Moo. Doug is just total emptiness. Nothing. Absolutely nothing there. Maybe it's that Doug shut himself up. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That has to be it. You have passed the first trial. Shut the hell up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> the most difficult trial of all. 
<laughs> Silence yourself. It's a trick question. Yeah, actually, the way you do it is you talk over them from long enough that they say, "Okay, fine, shut up, we'll do it." Your way. Right, right. Oh my god. Okay, I I was also thinking maybe it was like King Mayor Bob's White's political rivals. Also an option. <laughs> Whatever. I like your explanation better, Jim. <laughs> uh, okay, so the second task that it says that, uh, that he says that Sir Douglas of is completed is recovering the Great Girdle of Gilgamesh. And that's uh, kind of weird because, okay, it's that's our, also this podcast. Also this podcast. Don't yeah. ask me for an explanation. <laughs> yeah. Gilgamesh, for those who aren't aware, is the first hero story in human history that we know of. Yeah. And yeah. it's fucking a wild ride like uh it's got the moral of actually a moral completely antithetical to doug and everything he represents because (laughs) it's from back in the days when all human civilization was on river valleys that flooded frequently and so the moral of the epic of gilgamesh is take pleasure in every day as if it was your last because there's an even chance it will be like half of the like also it features human culture's first recorded case of bros before hoes and it's <laughs> ludicrously horny. Also done. Yeah. Bob White wearing a Babylonian girdle is a sweet as hell image, and somebody in our audience can do fan art of that and give it to me and me alone. Oh please. <laughs> we need this. Yeah, no, it's a it's like Also there's an entire uh, sequence in the Epic of Gilgamesh about just how hard Gilgamesh can jerk off. Also, Doug asks, hey, Mayor White, how is that fitting, by the way? Which is also a fucked up timeline because he would have given it it to him earlier. So why is he just now showing back up to the castle? (laughs) It's, come on! (laughs) The cause and effect are broken. Maybe Doug took a chance to go take a bath after fighting (laughs) Gilgamesh. This is what I mean. When it's, this makes me feel like I'm just like missing. It makes me feel stupid and ill. <laughs> That's the first twenty seconds of the episode. Yes, it starts off strong and uh, finishes stronger. Yeah, like I said, oh, the man. most pointless one. Okay, okay, but so now that Doug has uh, reclaimed a fantastic belt, uh, he has the he third task, which he hasn't done yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we now get told what his third task will be, even though he's ostensibly already completed three. Uh, his third task, before he can win uh, fair Patty of Mayonnaise's heart, uh, is Dink, like he the mayor the mayor king calls in Dink the jester. There's like an entire fifteen second sequence of call out the third task, call out the third task. Completely fucking pointless. Definitely, right. they they needed to eat up time because it takes them eleven minutes to have this show say, "Oh yeah, Doug, I was joking." Yeah, <laughs> to have a conversation oh, with man. somebody. So, uh, yeah, so they call in Dink the Jester rolls up and he's just fucking spitting everywhere as he says this, just like all <laughs> over everyone. Uh, and they and Dink, the first thing he says is that Doug has completed the tasks of courage, valor, and honesty which one of those is liver and which one of those is onions (laughs) well okay so here's what i think i think uh courage is telling himself to shut up (laughs) okay valor is stealing a belt from a fanciful hero i don't know i guess sure and honesty is admitting that he hasn't done three tasks already (laughs) (laughs) shit that's really good 
<laughs> I just came up with that just now. That's, I've been thinking about it. Like, what do they mean? I literally feel like I have a fever right now. <laughs> In this time, everyone check your fevers before going out into public. Especially after listening to this podcast. Right. If you're an f- experienced Doug brain, you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> yeah. We're not from us, though. Test. Right, certainly Fuck not. Fuck no, we're poor. We're patient <laughs> zero through two. <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, so Dink, Dink then says that his third task is the test of eats, and he has to eat liver and onions. Oh, no. Is that supposed to be notoriously gross? No, that's... Like, I don't... I don't get it! <laughs> no, because that was this whole weird fixture in 90s pop culture. Like, yeah. it was... I can recall, like, three different kids' books and probably, like, a dozen shows where liver and onions was treated as this awe-inspiring thing of disgust and revulsion. I can only assume that it's kind of like that uh, cultural echo we discussed last time, (laughs) where probably sometime in the 60s, liver and onions was huge and all these people were really unsettled by it. Like, mm-hmm. I can't come up with any other reason for it, because honestly, liver kicks ass and onions add flavor. I could guess it's kind of <laughs> stanky, but there's a lot of kind of stanky food out there. They just never, yeah. like, they never, like, set it up to as to why he thinks it's gross. It's just, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. gross. Yeah, it's just I mean, they stuff. draw it gross, I get that, but, like, it, there's no build-up. There's no, like, structuring of this. The thing that it makes me think of is, do you know the banana peel story? <laughs> no, but no. I feel like you're going to tell us. <laughs> the reason why banana peels are the things everybody falls on, that was one of the early cases of censorship. What? <laughs> because in the original comedy acts that was based off of, it was understood, you were slipping on horse shit. Horse shit was everywhere in cities before the invention of cars. Horse shit was very slippery and indistinguishable from regular dirt. It was pretty regular to see somebody trip and fall on horse shit, and it was hilarious. But you couldn't put that on, like, uh, early films because censorship. Yeah. And poopy. So, it's poopy. And so instead, <laughs> they'd put a banana peel, which occasionally, in a complete wink, a horse would be eating a banana and throw the <laughs> banana peel over its shoulder. Can you see what I'm doing Wait. here? Hold on, a horse would be eating a full banana while peeling it, and while I definitely and have a fever it? now. I had I'm cartoons like, were fucking weird, man. I just like came back into this conversation and was like, "What? <laughs> I, I'm sweating. My eyes are going cross. Like I feel like there's a great pressure inside my head." The reason why this reminds me <laughs> of that morning. is it feels like liver and onions is some kind of code for something else, like. A universally understood thing that we just no longer have the reference for. It's just a floating signifier. Yeah. And so you... I, I mean, it was a big thing in the 90s. Yeah. It was a big thing. I don't... Like, I, I have I, no I idea why. I never saw it in any other place. I saw it in a couple of other ones, so... Yeah, I, I also had heard some at one point that, like, liver and onions was, like, sort of poisonous for you. Like, so I, I researched this real quick, and I, I guess that's only it's if too you much iron. too much of it. There's a ton of iron in the liver, yeah. so you can get... Iron poisoning. Well, that's kind of what Doug does in this episode. Yeah, yeah. He, he wastes several plates of, of liver and onions throughout this episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. But let's like let's get into this. Uh, so 
after this fantasy, it, like it basically just shows him like smelling it and passing out, yeah. right? Because it's so good. And then title card. Yeah, we go to the title card and we come back into the real world. Uh, and it shows that Doug is like, Patty finally said what I'd been hoping she'd say to me since the first day we met. There's like this weird moment where Doug is like, you know, there's a bunch of hearts over his face and Patty's talking to him, but he's like actively not listening to her because like Patty opens the statement with, Doug, I said, do you want to come to my house for supper on Sunday night? So she was just like, bop, 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 and Doug was just like, I don't want to listen to you. He was just like leering oh, at gross, her. Oh, gross, a girl. Yeah, he was just like leering at her while she was talking. <laughs> and the best part is that he op- walks into this with the narration, Patty said what I've been hoping she'd say to me since we first met. The restraining order's been dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, but so so he's like, huh? And then she says, you know, would you come over to my house for a supper on Sunday night? Uh and Doug is like, oh my god, really? Suffer with us? Uh but then she's like, yeah, and also with Skeeter and BB and Roger, you know, the whole gang. Why is Roger there? He's your bully! And as we'll see later, almost half of the people there are Roger and his bully friends. I God! It's uh, like that. Like I think. Okay, I think that Patty. Well, I know it goes back and forth on whether that Patty actually likes Roger because, like, half the time in the class, she's like, "Oh, Roger, fuck you!" But then also, she like invites him to play sports. She invites him to her house. Like, are they friends? What? <laughs> like, it's a weird setup of well, just because you hate somebody and fear them is no reason to cut them out of your life. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but this is 90s Virginia, so... Come on! No, you must well, live side by side with your inferiors, because as Mr. Bluff hastens to remind you, you are all equal under his heel. <laughs> right, but okay, on this, like, I would have thought that, like, Patty's parents would also be having dinner with them, nah. but, like, that doesn't nah, happen. She'd need to have it's parents like, for that. They'd need to animate yeah. their parents for that. Right. Yeah, Mr. Mayonnaise hasn't been invented yet. This is true. Uh, but okay, so like they, so Patty tells Doug, she's like, oh, because Doug is like, oh boy, but then oh no, like we're having it with other friends. It's not just a date with you and me. Uh, and she says, oh, by the way, Doug, we're having your favorite liver and onions. See ya. And she says it with complete sincerity. Yeah, yeah it's not set up like a joke at all. And she, no. she goes, well, see ya, right immediately after saying that. Yeah, and she doesn't laugh or smile or nothing. She just runs away. And to me, I think this is because she's inviting Roger because, like, Roger's, like, teaching her to bully Doug. <laughs> <laughs> like, Patty's a better bully than Doug, or, or than uh, Roger. I mean, yeah, Absolutely. because Roger has uh, his attraction getting in the way. Right. <laughs> Whereas Patty is not burdened yeah, by Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah but okay so doug's like oh no liver and onions uh and they they flash out of this to him and skeeter doug Doug chokes himself when he thinks about liver and onions it's just like incredibly (laughs) self-flagellating yeah (laughs) ah! yeah just a symbol of his like constant mental (laughs) (laughs) self-flagellation oh my god but uh, so Skeeter and him are walking home somewhere, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> Skeeter, Time has passed. 
Well, sort of, <laughs> kind of, sort of passing because as they're walking, like, do you guys look at the backdrop for what they're walking against? I, I did <laughs> not. So they're walking against, like, okay, Skeeter is, like, tapping a stick along a white picket fence, right? But it's, like, so it's a fence that is in front of, like, a large, just, like, barren open field, but also the back of it is fenced off. So it's just, like, this rectangular fenced-off plot of, like, a barren open land Hmm. that goes on for, like, blocks. Like, they're walking for a long time across this just, like, barren lot. Oh, it's the old bomb (laughs) testing ground. Don't worry about it. (laughs) yeah that's fenced off with a pristine white picket fence i don't know whatever who cares um so they're walking along you mean you've actually eaten liver and lived to tell about it sure man i've been eating that stuff since i was a baby at first i hated it but now i almost like it which implies that doug hasn't actually ever even had liver and onions yep yeah (laughs) Like, it's, like there's, smelled it. yeah, he just smells like, nope. <laughs> I mean, that that's fair because yeah. a lot of like, no, I get, is actually I get smell. being picky. Like I literally have lost food eating competitions because there were pickles on a burger, but like <laughs> I, there's no just like setup, and they just like contradict each themselves like throughout the entire episode. It's maddening. This one feels really phoned in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, which is weird because it's the one episode where Doug takes actions to yeah. try to fix something. Yeah, they broke a couple of the core tenets of the show Bible, I guess, and, and they didn't know where to go with it because yeah, of they've disobeyed the gods and were being punished for it. Right, <laughs> that's canon. Okay, so Doug says he's like, "All right, uh, well, maybe if I practice, right? Like, I, I maybe just with enough practice, I can figure out he, how to eat liver and onions." So he's like, "Maybe I'll call my mom and ask her to make me some liver and onions tonight." Just and, has liver lying around. Yeah, yeah. That seems Doug's like- mom has to go to the store. To cook cook him the food that he throws away. Yeah. It's probably like four o'clock right now. She has to go to the grocery store to like immediately to like cook him this thing just like on a whim, even though they had other dinner plans already. Yep. (laughs) Whatever. That's okay, Doug. You just get whatever you want. (laughs) I mean, okay, this is. And also, he invites Skeeter over, and this is promptly revealed to be he was kind of being an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Who, Skeeter or Doug? both fair yes so yeah uh so skeeter says you can count on me pal don't worry with me there we'll get this thing licked and then chewed and if we're lucky even swallowed Mm-mm, not gonna comment on that one nope. not gonna comment on that one moving on <laughs> So, anyway, Doug's family is now sitting down to eat dinner, uh, and they're having chicken and green bean casserole and biscuits, but Doug wanted liver and onions just for himself. Yeah, the food that his parents presumably know he hates. (laughs) I mean, they're back from the hotel, maybe some things have changed. Yeah, usually they just order a takeout at the hotel. Maybe this is just a Grubhub liver and onions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love I love that like Doug never explains himself throughout this whole episode to his parents of why he's doing this. No, because he's his parents like, would be like, "Oh yeah, she's being sarcastic, dude." <laughs> no, that's a, assuming yeah. they didn't say that's nice, son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, assuming they hear a single word that he says. Right, they weren't just like not listening, like bop bop bop. Oh dear, did you hear someone in here? 
Nope. No, I thought we had no more sun after he ran away. We gotta leave. Fucking dogs here. Ah. Oh. I'm sorry, Judy, but we have to leave again. <laughs> oh man, maybe we can. Oh, add... he's zoning out again. What? What was? Is he thinking about jacking off again? God damn well, it, Doug. Well, dear, every young man goes through a time in his life. What is I'm proud of you, mister. I was just going to oh, say that. that fucking line. That fucking line. We'll get line. there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Save that. Um, okay. But so they're eating dinner uh, and then Doug goes like he looks at his liver and onions and this sends him into the fantasy zone where he's back at the medieval table. Uh, and in it, Doug and his mom are in like the cushy royal seats. Doug's dad is on a bench by himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> subtext. No psychology going on here. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, yeah, there's also uh, so, a bit of a joke about how Skeeter is eating literally everything at the table, and while Doug is just staring blankly at the food that he asked his mom to make special, including a homemade biscuit that's clearly a loaf of bread. Yes, <laughs> like just like even on a basic level, they fucked the shit up. Yeah, yeah, it's just one bread on a plate. And he eats the <laughs> whole like, thing. He's like, "That's a biscuit." Makes me feel. It does make me feel insane. Maybe that's a joke, though. Maybe this is a literal joke. Well, I don't... Not, what's the punchline? <laughs> that he thinks that a whole bread is a biscuit that, just that's for him? Not a, I'm going insane. <laughs> I am losing my mind. <laughs> I just had to justify it right in that moment. <laughs> it's the only way I could do it. Man, Speaking but yeah, so of like, uh, temporary losses of basic cause and effect... Doug now fantasizes that he is fighting the liver dragon, my least favorite Dark Souls boss, and he proceeds to sword fight it with a fork in a way that indicates the animators were just begging, please let us do something interesting with our time. Right. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, like, it's a, it's another, huh, that's a weird moment, like the dragon sword fighting. You'd think a dragon right. would have another way of, you know, uh, approaching combat. Like, that a dragon would have legendary actions and breath attacks. <laughs> no, because that's honestly something that mildly annoyed me about this. It's a liver and onions dragon. Give it stinky breath. The joke is sitting uh, in. Oh my god! You. It's just <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? It's so fucking obvious. And there's like no. no I better have him sword fight. No dragon sword <laughs> fight you with forks. Eat me. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's a good point. Shit, we got it right for Doug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you, we need to we need to do the fucking gritty Riverdale reboot called Bluffington. Oh man. We need to find someone who can draw. <laughs> There's someone better than my shitty photoshops. No, it's the first thing that's entirely done by, like, uh, Photoshop puppet stuff. Like, we just have right. our mouths move, and it's our mouths. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll videotape our mouths and overlay it over the photos. Yes. Oh, awful. Just awful. <laughs> Occasionally, okay, the camera's okay. a little bit off-center, and it's just our eyes blinking while we say the words. <laughs> I can't wait to go home and have diarrhea in the shower, said Doug. <laughs> Do you need any help with that, said Skeeter? Yes, please. <laughs> Put the mask on. <laughs> Just play the hits. Just play the hits, baby. We need no, a soundboard with the hits. No, we don't. <laughs> I do. I'm going to make this. It will be abused immediately. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 69 nice we'll make that a patreon stretch goal and never make a patreon (laughs) 
Okay, so... $10 reward, you get access to the soundboard. $15 reward, we give you... We take away your access to the soundboard. Yeah, yeah we should, uh, for $15, let people... We, we do this instead of, like, pre-recording, we do it on Twitch, and we let people hit the soundboard by paying money while we're trying to talk. <laughs> With a minimum donation. Yeah. With a minimum donation of, like, $20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll be the best podcast ever. <laughs> we'll be able to buy a much better one afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, okay. So, where were we? The liver dragon. Liver dragon. Right? Also, I have the note here. Doug, just put the garbage in your mouth. You're 12. You're coming up on the point where you'd eat a chunk of wood if it was put in front of you. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we go back into the real world and, uh, Doug, like, is like, his, he's got crazy eyes. His, they're all like swirly. Like, he's, uh, you know, totally hates this. And then uh, he runs away. He leaves the table. And uh, no one cares except for Skeeter, yep. sort of. Because, like, Skeeter is still eating everything. And then he, like, asks for Judy's food and then just takes it without her response. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha move. There's like a whole thing in this of like Judy doesn't get to like have input over what she eats throughout the rest of this. Nope. It's really weird. Uh, but okay, so then we go to Doug's room and uh, Doug thinks to it, says to Skeeter, he's like, man, what'll happen if I go to Patty's house, eat her cooking and throw up all over her rug? Like, I, I mean, yeah, that's pretty gross, I guess, but. I don't know. We, I guess, if, are we saying that Patty's parents would cook this or that Patty would? No, we don't know. Why, like, would, why would they? What do you think Doug thinks? I don't, I think Doug can't hold a single thought in his head, at, like more than one thought in his head at, at a time. So right. he's thinking about liver and onions right now. That's it. There's no way to get to the liver and onions. There's no, like, process. Yeah, there's no process. He just, he has right. that, that in his head and that's it. Which is also why he's not questioning Skeeter. Why are you hypnotizing my dog? Right. <laughs> See, Skeeter is hypnotizing. He's just like hypnotizing Porkchop, but he's not doing this with like an intent in mind. He's just doing it. Right. Yeah, you know, because like it, you do. Right. Because right after this, uh, Skeeter goes, I got it. How about like we hypnotize you, Doug? And both A, that means that, like you say, Jim, he was just hypnotizing Porkchop for no reason. And or B, for a very sinister reason that we'll find out later. <laughs> Right. Or B, this he wasn't actually he wasn't listening to Doug's question at all because he didn't respond to Doug's question. Yeah. Doug goes, What makes Patty even think I like liver and onions? Remember, I even did that things I hate most oral report on liver and onions. Why does Doug think someone is going to remember a report he did like <laughs> A month ago. Right. Like, how also, self-absorbed are you? It's like, oh, yeah, she has to remember that, that time I did a presentation in elementary school. Why right. does the elementary school teacher have the students do a things I hate most report? Yeah. What yeah they're in sixth else? grade. That's a preschooler thing. But also, like, what do you think everyone else's subject was? Doug. Patty's, they're all yeah, Doug. Patty's was Doug is what I was thinking. <laughs> Guys who just don't get the hint. 
Right. But Doug, see, she Doug does doesn't it. remember it because he was thinking about liver and onions at the time. So that's the only thing he had in his head, and the past is gone. Right. Yeah, I love the thought of uh, that Patty's doing a, a report on guys who don't get the hit. And she's presenting <laughs> at the front of the class, and she's staring directly at Doug while giving the presentation. And Doug's just thinking, Doug's man, just I smiling don't. meekly. Smiling meekly <laughs> while he thinks, man, I don't like liver and onions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just like, ew, lever and onions, gross. <laughs> <laughs> just does that thing where, it, like, it you see inside of his head, and it's just a cartoon person eating liver and onions <laughs> <laughs> and barfing. It's like it's like a two step thing where it's like he's doing it in like the the steamboat Willie bobbing up and down, and he's putting the liver and onions in his mouth and then throwing up to the side and then repeating. I it. think we have some episode art, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We need to make an episode animation for this. I'll see if I can figure that out. Episode GIF. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's good. Okay, okay. So... So, yeah, so he's just like, yeah, I can't believe she doesn't remember that one report I did that. Yeah, another, another instance of Doug who cares. Yep. No one cares, Doug. <laughs> and furthermore, like... Patty specifically in that moment said, it's your favorite, Doug. So why would she think that it was his favorite, though? Like, does she think that he did a... Re- was the report supposed to be on my favorite thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just totally biffed the report. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for it later on turns out that she did remember the report, and that's right. why she was just trying to own him? The universe sure. revolves around Doug. That's why. Of course. Everything, every, every word he says is holy scripture. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. It yeah. gets burned into everyone's brain, except for his parents, <laughs> because his parents don't live with him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, okay. So Skeeter is like, all right, let's try and hypnotize you, Doug. I got it. I'll seduce my friend. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so actually, I so have a question here. Is it just me, yeah. or did hypnotism fall off the face of the earth after the 90s? Yes, it did. It still exists. Like, there's, like, some... You can do, like, hypnotism therapy, but it's certainly not as, like, common in pop culture. Yeah, it it became a thing in the 90s, because, like, office space, the entire, like, hook of that is that he gets fucked up hypnotized. So I think think there must have been, like, a, a, a resurgence in that sort of therapy around that time, and people were just like, oh, we can make fun of this. Yeah, I remember a bunch of really right. stupid B-plots about it and a bunch of shit I read or watched back then, and then, like, after 9-11, the nation seems like it just quietly forgot that concept ever existed. Which strikes me as a huge waste. You could have, like, some evil terrorist group saying, aha, hypnotizing red-blooded Americans and committing hideous acts, but... Right. Just for whatever reason, we just decided, nah, that's, we're just going to leave that off the table for the foreseeable future for reasons. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's still like, you can do hypnotism therapy. Yeah, it's like, still a thing, but it's just not a thing that pop culture does anything with, where I swear to God, like right. half the pop culture of the 90s right. had it as a B-plot. Totally. Well, so in this instance, uh, Skeeter is waving a yo-yo in front of Doug's eyes, and he's telling him uh, that you love liver and onions is the first thing. He's saying you don't hate it, you love it. When you look at your plate, you will not see liver and onions. You will see a juicy hunker dog with fries. So, like... Why is he telling him that he would love liver and onions? Why didn't he just... Because now he's not going to see it ever. He's just going to see honker dogs. Right. 
It's just, again, like I said, it doesn't make any sense. Nope. All the implication here is that McDonald's serves a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so anyway doug is like and he's like repeating it slowly like if he was in a hypnotism thing but he also says like yeah oh hey man love's a pretty strong word whoa hey whoa hey but hey (laughs) yeah but uh so then he like snaps a skeeter like pulls up the plate like over the covering the plate and below it is oh no it's still liver and onions and doug is like well i guess my will is just too strong here's the wind up Yeah, that's Doug's entire character is strong-willed. Like, you just uh, hear Doug say that, and you're just like, all right, here it comes. What are you going to hit yeah, me with, Jenkins? Yeah, here's And he looks, and he, he looks up. Exactly. We all know this. Bring me home, true. Jim. Yeah, and he looks up, and he sees that Skeeter is now a juicy hot And dog. the swing. It's a home run. We've all laughed. Like so, he's given me, Doug brain damage. Yeah, no. To me, this means that uh, they, so he specifically told was told when you look at your plate. So this means that Doug just sees Skeeter as a little snack. Yeah, he's uh, he wants to suck off his honker, Doug. I'd like to I say that's correct, but I'll permit this dick joke in this instance because it's kind of what's happening. Suck off the honker dog is my Manchurian Don't candidate Don't push phrase. your luck, Sam. <laughs> Suck off the honker dog. Oh my god. Okay. Somewhere so, like eight distinct agents got activated to go watch Doug. <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. Sorry about that, FBI. <laughs> yeah, sorry we ruined the plan too early. Uh, but then Dink, Doug is like, "All right, maybe Mister Dink knows what to do," and he actually does. Mister Dink has yeah. a solution. Yeah. He offers Doug a solution. Yeah, I mean, this would work. This would absolutely yeah. work. And he's just like, "That's crazy." Yeah, he gives <laughs> he gives uh, Doug a tube of well, more or less toothpaste, but on it it says "Taste Be Gone Tongue Protector." Uh, which lets him eat whatever he wants and not feel any effects as he demonstrates with anchovies. There you go. You're uh, done. Yeah. Well, oh, no. The, 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 we have six minutes left in the episode, so it can't be. <laughs> yeah. But, like, why does Dan have this? Why is this, like, a, why is this even a thing if he doesn't use it? It's not, there's no joke. There's nothing funny about it. Yeah, and Doug takes it. He takes the vial of it. And yeah, like, he, he just, just leaves just it. He just puts it in his, his bathroom. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> It's, again, this this episode makes me feel crazy. Yeah, no. Like I just, I just don't. I like maybe I'm very stupid. Yes, I am very stupid. But like I can't. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, no. This yeah. is like you can take this in a couple of gross directions, but just the core of it is that okay, Mister Dink has this very expensive thing for stupid reasons. It solves your problem, Doug. <laughs> yeah, the problem is solved. The episode can end now, Jim. We're done here. <laughs> too bad we have to fill. We too bad we have to fill up five more minutes of the episode because uh, Doug is like staring at this thing in his bathroom, and he's like, "Oh man, well maybe it's time for some sisterly advice." But the only person to get that from is unfortunately my sister. Okay, that's kind of. Fun. Ha, it ha, has the same ha, structure ha, as a joke. I'll ha, allow it. Right. Ha, right. Ha. So. We go into uh, Judy's room, and Judy is, like, pacing up and down, like, trying to think of something about this. And Doug, like, tries to say something, and Judy immediately is just, like, shut up and falls over. And she gives him the same advice that she's given him before. 
Visualization. Visualization. Yeah. Doug, try having some empathy for once in your miserable life. <laughs> no, I'm done on this side, Judy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doug gets a little dig on Judy. Yeah, he says, like, if she says, if you want to understand liver and onions, you must become liver and onions, which is what she told him to do about caring for Dale, too. Like, you must become the baby to understand the baby. Yeah, the concept uh, of empathy I is am in a baby. <laughs> the concept of empathy is something that Jim Jenkins finds inherently laughable and something that only one of those dumb artsy-fartsy types would attempt. Right. So they lay on the floor because... Uh, the floor is the frying pan. I am the onions, and you are the liver. Start sizzling. Isn't Judy so stupid? <laughs> I. What a wacky person that she would think about the feelings of someone or something else. <laughs> yep. Man. What a moron. Stupid artsy farsy types. Uh, yeah. I hate and them. <laughs> that's the only and possible moral of this series of events. Yeah, is that, like, empathy is weird? I don't know. Judy says, I've never seen anyone so hysterical over a stupid dinner before. Which made me realize that he doesn't even have, like, to, he doesn't have to, if he goes to dinner where they're serving something that he doesn't like, just don't eat it. That's an option. <laughs> you can do that. Or that Judy has never spoken to Doug before because Doug is hysterical about everything. Yeah, that's also an option, come to think of it. Yeah. I'll give her the I, older I, sibling uh, hyperbole award because... Anything that your younger siblings do is always the dumbest thing you've ever seen, because otherwise, I mean, how else are you going to maintain control? I suppose. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they say, Doug is just like, well, this doesn't wasn't just any dinner. This is something smelly, slimy, and evil. Uh, no comment. Uh, yeah, yeah, moving <laughs> <anyway>. on. <laughs> Yeah. It's his hawker dog. Moving oh my God. on, we said. <laughs> moving on. Hawker to dog. Hawker <laughs> dog. Moving on to something that has no sexual connotations whatsoever. We're going to Cowboy Jacques' house of boof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was I was certain that boof was a fake word, but I no, looked it up. It, it is the French word for beef. Yeah. Um and so apparently we learn that this is Doug's family's favorite restaurant. Uh and it is a cowboy themed French restaurant. And everyone has to wear cowboy hats. And the waiter has, like, a cowboy outfit with, like, a French beret and French-styling beard. Yeah, and a weird little mustache. And I'm pretty sure he mispronounces the word boeuf when he yes, says Yes, he does. It. Monsieur Fanny, welcome to Cowboy Jacques' house of beef. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, like, they handed the voice actor the script and he just, like, made up what the word is supposed to sound like. I'm probably mispronouncing it when I, I say I think it's boeuf. Whatever. It's beef. <laughs> Speak American. <laughs> yeah. Useless trivia. The reason why we call it beef is because when the French conquered England, like, that was the name for serving delicious cow was that you called it boeuf. And so no, only a peasant would refer to it with, like, the <laughs> Saxon term for what cow was. And so we have beef as a result of the fact that once upon a time, the French curb stomped the English. <laughs> because the Americans had to change it to American. 
That is correct. Oh, yeah. The, um, the American that lived in Britain. <laughs> yeah. The American who was French. Yeah. If you think about it, Jesus was the first American. I will not be expanding <laughs> yeah. on this. <laughs> yeah. France. When, it's when, the America of the North America. Yeah. When Jesus from South Carolina, England, came up to the French and said, it's called beef, and then fired and a gun in the air. You can't take my guns. And then, yeah, and then fired a gun in the air and fireworks went off as he and ate And that was how America was born, damn and it. And then a, a yeah. bear unfurled that says, this is the only correct religion. <laughs> yeah, but freedom of religion, but only this one. Only this, is the, this is the right one. Yeah. There was also a tiny little asterisk underneath that that just said, by which I mean Islam. <laughs> yeah. Inshallah. Yeah. Inshallah. <laughs> oh, no. So, so, yeah, so Doug's parents are, Doug's dad announces that both of them are getting the number 23, the barbecued ribs. And yeah, getting barbecue ribs at a restaurant, you fucking baby. Whatever, it might be good. Who cares? It, it's like hey, chilies. That famous French cuisine, barbecued ribs. Right. <laughs> so, and then Judy is not allowed to order. Yes, she doesn't get to order nope. here. Everyone has to applaud Doug ordering food at a restaurant. I feel like well, Judy up. is sensibly restraining herself from eating on the grounds that everything about this restaurant is either racist, cultural appropriation, <laughs> or both. Yeah. So, but hold on. We need to go into that. Uh, Doug is referred to by the waiter as Little Smokey. <laughs> yep. What the Again, fuck? I just, I just, it just makes me feel insane. I can't. I like, yeah, no. Where I, normally I that- do a. <laughs> Normally I go for a horny innuendo there, but no, I got nothing. It just, it's I don't to- get it. Completely nonsensical. Just yeah. a total non sequitur. Yeah, little Smokey, what do you want? Little Smokey's a uh, little uh, honker dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Little Smokey's got a little honker dog and wants you to oh suck it God. off. You were doing so well, Sam. Hang on. <laughs> Sam, Sam, you slipped back in the fan fiction. Hold room, up. I, I blacked out there for a second. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Lil Smokey is ordering number 47, and everyone gasps in the entire fucking restaurant. The rest of this absolutely, it's like somebody animated one of those classic stories that did not happen on the internet. Absolutely. <laughs> this is this this little sequence is just concrete proof that the entire show happens inside Doug's brain, has almost no bearing on reality. Because right. everybody in the restaurant gasps with shock and horror. <laughs> At the fact that somebody has ordered a number 47, and the waiter's like, Pardon me, moi. You must be mistaken. Number 47 is. is. Yes, I know. Liver and onions. <laughs> why Why is it on the menu if no one wants it? <laughs> well, yeah, why do they cook it? Also, it's like lobster at a diner. <laughs> I want to make this entirely clear to you, the viewing public. Imagine you are at a restaurant, by which I mean imagine that quarantine was over and you are at a restaurant, <laughs> so it's like two months from now. Right. And somebody orders liver and onions at a table three away from you, and you find yourself emotionally invested in this. <laughs> Imagine somebody orders a food and you're just like, my God, they ordered 
The number 27? That's the chicken nuggies with a beer. <laughs> also, oh another God. reason another reason I know this is happening entirely in Doug's head is because Doug's dad says, I admire you, mister. Which would never happen <laughs> yeah. in real life. Uh, Imagine we're, your father saying, I admire you, mister. Oh, he can read. Good job, buddy. <laughs> After you place an order for dinner at a combination cowboy French <laughs> restaurant. But also, with he's never told his parents that he doesn't like liver and onions. He got it at home the other day, and his dad wasn't proud of him. Like I'm proud of you, mister. You ordered without peeing your pants for once. <laughs> well, even more specifically, it's not even I'm proud of you. It's I admire you. Mister, and like, like, is it just that, like, he doesn't know that Doug doesn't like liver and onions? He wasted food the other day after asking his mom to prepare it special for him. Why do you admire that you have to pay for him to waste food at a restaurant? (laughs) I admire your attempts to troll me, son. You're not, you're never going to be able to top. Yeah, that's fine. Just don't wake your sister. Yeah, this is, I mean, okay, this is like another one of those things. This has got, like you say, Sam, this has got to be a total fantasy, this section, because the only time when Doug's dad says that to him is when he's in a fantasy. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) This is wild. And... Uh, and like, okay, this isn't even the weirdest fucking thing on the menu. Because as we see a shot of the menu, menu, we see that there is the snake and snail rattler and escargot plate. <laughs> so, just huh. like, this could actually be all right. Come to think of it, snakes and snails. Yeah, why not? I don't You're know. You're supposed to drown the snails in butter and garlic, and I'd eat my own balls if they were in uh, butter and garlic. <laughs> oh, same. Let's take note of that. <laughs> That's a Patreon reward. It's ball, it's ball <laughs> eating time. For twenty dollars a month, you can eat my testicles. <laughs> Bring your own butter and garlic. <laughs> oh god! But, I just imagined the worst imaginable thing. Moving on. <laughs> oh somebody, no! 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 Somebody no! Somebody is furiously jacking off to the thought of this right now. <laughs> Sam, do you want to edit this episode? <laughs> <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Yeah, it would be you. (laughs) Anyway, so, but yeah, so, also one other thing I have to note, that, like, there's a painting in the background, and it's of Napoleon, but behind him is a cactus, and he's wearing a sheriff star, and I love that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I would have that painting. It was nice of them to have painted your entire vibe as a person. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I have a fucking painting of Magneto holding baby ducks from Brandon Bird. It's my favorite piece of artwork I've ever seen. It's, it's four a really feet good piece tall. Of artwork. <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. I love it. Brandon Bird is the best artist. Anyway, uh, so... Next step on our Patreon is we make Brandon Bird come on and do a painting of us as people. <laughs> I love... You can get... One of the things you can custom order from him is a custom picture of you and your beloved at your local Sears. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. He's my favorite. But he only paints celebrities, so he will not paint us. <laughs> Yet. Anyway. Give us time. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so anyway. Also, I want to, like, this was the point where I was realizing that they're not going to serve it at Patty's, are they? Like, I have it in my notes that, okay, everyone gasps, number 47 is unheard of. Laying down my chips now, they do not serve it at Patty's. Right. 
Like, just because at this point, you know that, no, they've built up and Doug's about to conquer his fears. And the only way they'll allow that to happen is if it turns out to have all been for nothing. Right, exactly. Uh, It's very apparent because otherwise Doug might learn a lesson and improve himself. Nope, we got to avoid that. Right. But yeah, okay. The show's subtitle should just be it was all for nothing. (laughs) You're saying the show, not this episode. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but uh, so anyway, they bring out the dish and like the waiter is like visibly sweating and everyone in the restaurant is staring at him. Right. Uh, and then, like, to get through this, Doug, like, imagines Patty again, telling him that it's his favorite. <laughs> He's like, well, <laughs> okay. You know, even his imagination, Patty, is just owning the shit out of him. Totally, right? But <laughs> he takes the bite, and everyone in the restaurant cheers, and, like, hooray, I guess. You, ate, you, and, took, <laughs> you, you took a big old bite out of your food, little guy. Great you're, job. You're a big boy. <laughs> yum, yum, and you're tough, Tom. Their shit. He gets a fucking medal from the mayor. He's given the. <laughs> he's finally given the girl. He wins his, his object, Patty. Yeah, he has a transaction with the mayor where he is presented with a lady. <laughs> In exchange for having eaten a food. <laughs> he's a big boy. <laughs> Fuck this episode. I was also yeah, thinking what, about, yeah. like, Doug getting food poisoning here. <laughs> <laughs> right. That and would then, almost be a better moral, honestly. And then goes to Patty's house and actually throws yeah. up on her floor like he was afraid of. <laughs> just shits all over carpet. Yeah. So he can't get to the And he's just like, I ate, this li- I ate this liver and onions for you. Like, Doug, what are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go home, Doug. <laughs> Doug, I didn't invite you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like in the Joker when he just shows up at that lady's apartment. She has no idea who he is. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But so uh, now we finished. The, we were out of the restaurant and now it's time to go to Patty's house for the big dinner. Oh, boy. Uh, and he's like, all right, well, you know, I did it once. I'll do it again. I can do it. This is fine. No, uh, I want to stress this, Linus. Well, at least I managed to swallow it. Well, that's cool, Doug. Now let's just hope you can manage to swallow Patty's liver and onions. <laughs> well, I did it once, and I'll do it again. At least I managed to swallow it. Like, I don't even get that. That line is so confusing to me. Like, how? <laughs> what would be the alternative? Like, just shitting it out? Like, yeah. of course, if you ate it, we know you managed to swallow it. It's just so devoid of meaning that's just making me go insane. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Like it's, but this but, episode is just so filler. No, but, like, this is the moment. Like, this spot right here, even though the dialogue is just insane, not garbage or nothing. Uh, this is the moment where Doug has, like, taken an action. He made a conscious choice that something will be hard, and he's going to prepare for it and work yeah, through it. Yeah, he's going to take steps to improve himself as a person. Yeah. And so, natural, naturally, Jim Jenkins is about to stomp him into the <laughs> fucking pavement for daring to change. 
Yeah, they go in and they're everyone's sitting around the dinner table, including two, four out of the ten people who are Doug's bullies. <laughs> and and then they... Skeeter and Roger are seated opposite from one another, which would be a violation of our theory were it not for the fact we're very confident this episode didn't happen. <laughs> or that they're the yin and yang of the table. Yeah, also uh, a possibility. But so so... They they go and he's about to pick up they pick up the coverings over all of their plates that Patty has carefully laid out and surprise it's not liver and onions it's McDonald's hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know how there was that one uh, thing a while back where Trump brought in cold McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. That's what this is. Like I would have thought this was lame. As an 11-year-old. Thanks for the McDonald's hot dog, Patty. (laughs) I'm glad we're all here on a Sunday night to eat McDonald's hot dogs. At your house instead of the Honker Burger where we eat McDonald's hot dogs every day. (laughs) (laughs) And why did you put silver food coverings over them? Only the best at Patty's house. (laughs) Where's your parents? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're picking up more hot dogs. (laughs) <laughs> and it is explained that, but this isn't liver and onions. Yeah, I was just fucking with you. I made a joke. <laughs> I know what jokes are. <laughs> Doug, and don't you D- get jokes? Doug just tries to brush it off as, oh, <laughs> I knew that. Well, my thought is that, okay, that she actually told him that they were having honker dogs during the part when she, he wasn't, I was obviously not listening. Oh, yeah, Patty yeah, had to re- <laughs> Patty had to repeat herself at the beginning when she was just like, ba 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 and then Doug's like, what? And she goes, oh, uh, yeah, didn't you hear me? I'm, I'm having, we're having dinner at my house. I bet you, she said, we're like catering honker burger, right? Catering honker. And- <laughs> and that's like why Doug is why like Doug should have gotten that this was a joke, right? Yeah, he just it, wasn't fucking listening because this whole asshole. thing's happening in his brain as he's sitting at his desk in his room, staring at the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. Again, <laughs> but uh, and oh, and then they make the joke that after Doug sees the honker dog, he looks up and everyone at the party is a honker dog, and because he has, has brain damage. And everyone at the part, and everyone has different condiments on them. Like Patty has flex of, or uh, little tiny spots of ketchup, and BB has tiny spots of mayo. And Boomer is the only one whose hot dog has been cooked because it's the only one with grill marks on it. <laughs> God. Everyone else had boiled hot dogs. This was grilled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But okay. So uh, then Doug is. He says, oh boy, I ate so many honker dogs, so he probably just like started licking Patty. (laughs) Oh, it's awful. But okay, so he says, Patty's party was better than expected. I ate honker dogs and fries until I thought I'd pop. Oh yeah, he faints too, like when he has the hallucination. (laughs) So like, if he... He probably just fainted, and then they called the the ambulance, and then he went home. <laughs> He's like, oh, I ate so many hot dogs, I didn't make an ass out of myself. Yeah, this was actually I good. liked it. <laughs> Everyone likes it. We me. all went to McDonald's and got hot dogs. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. I love my fulfilling life. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't take much to fulfill an 11 year old. The fact that this is still enough to give an 11 year old existential dread is just so goddamn depressing. That's Doug, baby. That's Doug, baby. Oh, oh yeah. So, anyway, it shows that Porkchop has been hypnotizing himself this whole time. And it makes him imagine Doug as a like an ice cream cone, but but not a chocolate ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, that, I, I was ready to miss, finally. Yeah. I was ready to complete the fucking ritual <laughs> and summon the true name of God. But no, <laughs> that would have been that would have been good because it would have been if it would have been a chocolate ice cream, it would have been Doug doing blackface. <laughs> oh no! Fuck. <laughs> kind of yeah, because it turns into an ice cream yeah. cone that's like Doug's skin. Yeah. Color. <laughs> Oh my god. Mm, skin colored ice cream. <laughs> I flew yeah. close to the sun there, Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was in the first draft, and then they looked at it and were like, ooh. No. I mean, we shouldn't give him red lips either. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably be a bad call. <laughs> yeah, it would be not in good taste at all. And we should stop talking about this. Honker dog. <laughs> Honker dog. <laughs> Suck off my honker dog. Oh, good. But yeah, we, we <laughs> and so we close with P- Doug being very uncomfortable with Pork Chop moving in on him and just starting to lick up his ice cream cone. As we as we zoom out of Doug's window and we don't actually see what's going on, and Doug meekly telling Pork Chop to get off it. Quit, quit sucking me <laughs> off, dog. I'm- I would like to point Not out two episodes. I'd like to point out this is two episodes in a row that have ended in Doug's bedroom with uh, very awkward sexual undertones. <laughs> yeah, like That's I said, true. he's just staring at a blank wall in his room. That's what's actually right. happening in reality. Oh my god! Yeah, but that's... pork chops not listening to the "I'm a dog, you're a dog" mix. He finally <laughs> got bored with it. Right? He hypnotized. He was probably hypnotizing himself to make him like other music. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so that's it. That's this episode. What do you guys think? Most pointless one yet. <laughs> maybe with the haircut, maybe the haircut one. I wouldn't, that one made me more upset at the time I wasted. This one was just like fever inducing. Like, I feel bad. This one still <laughs> I don't had, feel good. This one had efforts toward improvement, though. The haircut yeah, one did not. Right, correct. But it's still, it had so much like nonsensical ideas and plot and dialogue that like i, I just ugh, just made me feel like it, it made me feel so bad <laughs> this one is not morally abhorrent yeah there's not there's nothing it is, here but it's structurally abhorrent like it just doesn't make is the moral that sometimes food is yucky yes <laughs> i think the and moral it, is and if you try it you might not hate it so much anymore okay yeah, that's not the worst moral it's just that just the the plot undercuts it. That's fine. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. that's why would it why would it stick the landing? Maybe yeah. the moral is to talk to your friends and ask them to be like upfront about <laughs> sometimes. Your taste. Sometimes people are sarcastic, <laughs> right? Watch, like I imagine, like what if they were putting something that Doug was allergic to on the food? And he's like, well, better train myself out of my allergies. <laughs> just goes to the hospital. Like maybe, like maybe the moral here is clarify when you don't like something and you'll save everyone a whole lot of trouble I, sure i don't know sure. <laughs> why not who knows hit that oh, theme music baby <laughs> yeah <sighs> uh, all right well then let's call this here thanks for joining us everyone in another episode of the funny papers goodbye
golden toilet. Bye. <laughs>